Welcome back to Bit Different. Hello. This is Satine. This is Rob. And how's everybody doing out there? Because I am doing real shitty. Seriously, you've had a rough week. <laughs> yeah. Um, my car parked on the side of the road the other night got hit by another car. And so I've been dealing with the aftermath of that. Well, and the fucked up thing was like you, you found out, like you actually got a parking ticket after the fact, right? Well, this is what happened. And yes. <laughs> so I was streaming a video game. And it was, oh, it was Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Nice. Uh huh. And I got a call, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've been waiting for this call all day because I thought it was this this um, job I wanted to talk to the people there." And it was an unknown number, and I they're like, "Hey, is this Satine?" I'm like, "Yes." This is the sheriff's department. I was like, "Oh fuck, what did I do this time?" <laughs> Seriously, you in trouble. So. They said, so your car has actually been hit, and it's on the sidewalk, and I don't want to tow it, so if you could come down and move it, we could write an accident report and the whole bit. And I was thinking, my car was hit? When? <laughs> Just now? I didn't hear anything. So I go down there. It's raining cats and dogs, because this was on Friday, yeah, and it yeah. was crazy, like downpour, and... I get to the car and it's literally parked on the sidewalk, half in the bushes. Like whoever hit my car, it was around 3 a.m. Because that's when my parking ticket was that I got for parking on the sidewalk. (laughs) I love Uh that they actually ticketed instead of towing. Like your car was across the sidewalk. And just like, oh, no, we'll just give them a a little sort of fuck you ticket, which is... Only $66. $66. But here's the thing. This is the craziest part. So that ticket was issued at 3.30 a.m. on the day, you know, the day of the accident. I wasn't notified until 5.30 p.m. the next day. Oh, my God. And I was home. I didn't go anywhere that day. So I, my car was literally in the flower bed the whole day and <laughs> nobody told me and everybody the next day was like oh i hope you're are you okay i saw your car da, 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 da. i was like why didn't anybody say anything to me like oh hello my god so the, but the crazy part is why didn't the parking enforcement notify the police yeah that my car got hit and is on the side of the road seriously that is so lazy and actually i feel very much like parking enforcement to just sort of like identify the problem bill you for it but not do anything yes. to actually contribute to society in any meaningful just way walk away they are yep. literally the lowest form of low i cannot s- every time i see parking enforcement i just want to say i hate you so much and you ruin my life on a daily basis seriously. and i feel like they can't really be happy with their jobs either so no, I, I wanna not. I so wanna I, pity them a little bit, but I keep, also yeah. they still suck. I keep it to myself, but I really wanna stick my middle finger up their butt and punch oh, yeah. them. So yeah. Well I'm sorry to hear that. That's awful. Yeah, so because it's been a long weekend, I get to finally talk to insurance on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. So Yay. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, no good. No good. So what else is happening? Anything else uh in your world? Uh I went to your birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had a, a, a week after the actual birthday gathering um, at uh, at me and Todd's place. Had a few people over for some games and drinks and, and merriment. it was so much fun. It was I crazy. Was it, was, it was wonderful because you were there. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, there were a couple of games that kind of 
showed up and stole the spotlight a little bit. It was pretty good. Yeah. Like, it was great. Uh, I mean, because every party, we inevitably end up playing one or more of the Jackbox party pack Always games. Jackbox. Because they're fucking great. And Jackbox 2 has the murder one. Oh, three. Three has oh, that three. one. Yes, trivia murder party. That is the best one of all of them. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so campy. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, and so uh, that happened, and then... Um, we started playing a, uh, a game that I kickstarted called Odious Lists in the living room. And, um, while we did that, everyone in the, uh, like the TV room decided to, uh, flip it over to Overcooked. Overcooked. Which I know we talked about on, or I talked about on episode one two. or two. Or it was, it was yeah. a while ago, but, um. The first episodes. But yeah, it was actually, it was great to see, um, the whole room got real rowdy. I've never played it before. This is my first time playing it. And I remember when Rob was trying to de- describe what you do in it to me. I'm like, why are you spending so much time telling me you have to chop the vegetables, chop the meat, <laughs> cook the meat? I was like, who fucking cares? You're in a kitchen. And now it all makes sense. It's because the little steps that make everything. You are literally, you're running around this kitchen with your head cut off <laughs> trying to get all these meals prepared. And it's typically pizza, soup, or Burgers. hamburgers. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe when you get further in the game, you have there to prepare, like, at one point. filet mignon or something. <laughs> but, like, yeah, and um, did you guys do any cooperative stuff, or was it only competitive? Because it looked like most well, of the time it, you guys were teams of two going against each other. Of, yeah, we did that the whole time. Yeah, okay, and yeah, really it was fun. it was rowdy. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think there's a video that got uh, posted on my Twitter of it. It's really, it's great. Um <laughs> I was screaming my head off. And then after... Actually, one point, I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) At the beginning, people were just yelling in my ear, and I had no idea what icon represented what. So I just started laughing so hard, I was crying. All my makeup came (laughs) off. So that was fun. Yeah, and it, uh, like... Yeah, it was... uh, two coworkers of mine um, were able to sort of like get everybody up to speed and coach them. They were, they were sort of shout casting yeah. the, the whole thing um, as uh, they're, they're the expediters of the kitchen yeah. telling everyone what to do. Um, and then after that, the new, like apparently reigning champion of party games is Nidhog, which, oh my gosh. holy shit, Satine took to like a fucking fish to water. You're <laughs> killing it. Well, you know, I'm a natural born killer. <laughs> <laughs> so for the uninitiated, Nidhogg is a retro um, graphic style uh, fencing game where your goal is to get all the way to the, like if you are on the left side of the screen, your goal is to get to the right. And there's a couple of screens worth that you have to sort of travel. And as you kill your opponent and run that way, your opponent will respawn in front of you and you have to keep fighting them. And so your goal is to keep pushing in the offense until they get a kill in and then they're on the offense running the other direction. And your goal is to get to the far edge or the goal. Of either goal. Yeah, yeah. for either side of you to then be eaten by this giant worm called the Nidhogg. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's called Nidhogg. That is it. Your goal is to be eaten by I the I kept Nidhogg. wondering, why is this giant sandworm killing us at the end? We won. They should be eating the other character. No, the goal is to be eaten by the Nidhogg. That's, yeah, sacrificial lamb. And uh, um, yeah, Satine was just rocking it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And my brother was there, and we had this moment where we were going head to head for like, I don't know, we were going back and forth <laughs> for 10 minutes on this one round. And... I was just sitting there, and everybody's like, "Come on, Travis!" Because that I was literally within my like sixth streak, and, <laughs> or my sixth, um, you know, win. win. Yeah. And so they were all cheering him on, and I said, 
I said, I got this. He never used to beat me when we were kids, so he's not going to beat me now. Yeah. So, <laughs> guess who won? And he got real frustrated. <laughs> but I love you, Travis. It's like good old times, remember? <laughs> but yeah, that was that was too great. That was really yeah. fun. And that was a uh, that was a good party. It, it, I, oh, it's also that's that game's really cool too because it's a pixelated environment, so it looks really like. Um, very retro. It's borderline Atari 2600. Atari, yeah. And then when you um, stab each other, there's like this pixelated like neon blood that spills everywhere and seeps into the background and the environment. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's like Atari levels of detail, but just on a grander scale with like more animation frames. But yeah, it's it's gorgeous. Um, yeah. And uh, in, in its own sort of very simple way. Um, Nidhogg 2 has been announced. Um, I don't love the art style. They made it a little more detailed. I heard it wasn't yeah as basic as this yeah. one, which it, it looks kind of is a bummer. Um, but yeah, I think I imagine if the gameplay is still as good as as uh, as the first one is, then I'm sure it'll be good. like even if we don't like the artistic choices as much, the game's just going to be just as fun or better. Yeah, I imagine that they're kind of taking it and running with it a little bit. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I, the party I also, was crazy. We had also had two other TVs set up with other games going, which... Uh, Sonic I, the Hedgehog. Yes, we had the, the Retron going in the bedroom, mm -hmm. and I found my original Super Nintendo, so I was able to test out Clock Tower, which it works. <sighs> so I do have the American version of Clock Tower for us to play in the future. I cannot wait. I'm mm -hmm. so scared. I want to also stream um, Resident Evil 7 in VR. Yes. And you can just laugh at me the whole time because I will freak the fuck out. That sounds like <laughs> a plan. I will bring the beer. Yeah. I also wanted to say that I went to the <laughs> Writers Guild of America West Awards yes. on Sunday, Sunday night. And it was fun, but I think my highlight of the whole awards show was when Uncharted 4 won um, Best Writing in a Video Game. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was meant to see this live and in person. I mean, Chelsea Handler was cool. She sat right next to us. Uh, the Duffer Brothers, they were cool. They sat right on the other side of me, which they didn't win for Stranger Things. Um, at, well, well, instead? Atlantic? Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta oh, yeah. I, I love Atlanta. I haven't seen it. Did it you know so that good. all the writers on that show are all first-year writers? No. It's basically their idea. They, um, you know pitched it and they made it and they're all except maybe one or two first year writers yeah, i mean donald glover used to write for 30 rock okay um so, so he has he's, has a little bit of a, a pedigree behind him but okay um, so he's probably leaving the group it's he created it him and his brother i believe yeah but yeah the show is great it's wonderful i think it was high as a kite too because he was sounds just about right. laughing his ass off every time <laughs> he'd make a comment <laughs> yeah i i love atlanta but um well, yeah, I'd say Neil Druckmann, this is old news for him. He They won uh, for The Last of Us at the Writers Guild Awards. I love The Last of Us. Todd was there when that one Naughty won. Dog. Right? They always they always clean up at the WGAs. And I can't wait till Chloe's wins for <laughs> um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Yeah, that I got it at that time. I, can, I never remember <laughs> what it's called. I always I think just know Legion, Legacy, <laughs> Lasagna, I don't know. Oh, that sounds delicious. I know, I'm hungry now. I'll just drink my coffee and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, um, oh, and uh, this is a random thing, totally off topic, but I'm going to see if I can make it happen. Uh, earlier today, uh, Todd said something that I misunderstood, and um, I was talking about how video games are really great right now, and I'm having a good time with some of them, and um, and something came up where we ended up calling it, like, it's giving us the funds, 
which is kind of like the runs, oh. except good. Except good. Yeah, you right? want the funds. Yeah, the games are giving us the funds. I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't know if it'll take off, but I'm going to do my best to remember it. I had to write it down to bring it up here, but um, maybe I can <laughs> see if I can work it into something. Sometimes I like getting the runs just because I know I'm going to actually get to shit. Because <laughs> sometimes I go a day without shitting, and I'm like, aren't you supposed to shit daily? <laughs> this went in a whole new direction all right then (laughs) that's the funds for me (laughs) when i get the runs (laughs) um oh this will be fun for me since i think my brain is turning to mush as i get older but i've decided in every podcast i want to incorporate a dictionary.com word of the week (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah and i just think it'll be fun for my little brain to like start building some brain cells back so this week, the word is procrustean. Do you know what that means? I do not. Can you use it in a sentence? I can, but I will wait because the game is I have to use it before the end of the podcast. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'll just have to listen to the, um, the context of it. Yes. But here's what the definition is. Tending to produce conformity by violent or arbitrary means. I love that word. That's pretty. That's what's the word again? Procrustean. All right, then. That's a good Sounds word. Sounds like crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm convinced I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, some fun news coming up. Um, Here They Lie is coming out for PSVR, which releases on... No, no, it's already out on PSVR. Oh, I thought it... No, it's coming out for non-VR. Oh, with the pro. Uh, it's also coming out for it's well, it's uh, it's get, coming out for regular PlayStation Four. Oh, I must so have read wanna, some old news. Well, if you want to play it outside of VR, you can now. Okay, which was not an option. Uh, but also, it's getting an enhanced mode for PlayStation Four Pro, so it'll look better in the VR. Oh, see, I like. So that. there is an update to the VR. Nice. Um, we are a week away from the launch of Zero Dawn or Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I see you, you've been posting about it, and the reviews have started to come out. They are looking pretty positive. Stellar. Like, yeah. Destructoid only gave it like a seven or a seven and a half, which I was surprised, but Polygon gave it a nine and a half. And yeah, Polygon sometimes is under a lot of fire, but I see eye to eye with most of the things they say. <laughs> I, I tend to, like, I think Polygon is, is very, um, uh, they're fair, but they're also, they can be very harsh at times. Like, yeah. they actually gave The Last of Us a seven, and they got a, they got a ton of shit for it. But they, I think, and they had their reasons. Um, I do love The Last of Us, but honestly, I would, I would not give it a perfect score. Um, I would have gone with, like, an eight. Yeah. I mean, 7.9. That eight. game is, is wonderful. I love it, though. Yeah, but um, it's not perfect. No. And, uh, but yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, they gave a nine and a half, which I am. A nine and a half. Nine and a half. Um, yep yep i thought you were going to do the legend of zelda situation yeah it's still on my 3ds and i'm still playing it every now and then mm-hmm. i'm i think i'm like probably five or six dungeons away from finishing it so i'm i'm okay. kind of i'm in the back half but not by a whole lot i need to actually get back into it and really like commit unfortunately neo has just been too fucking good mm. i'm having such a good time with it yeah, and I've watched some people stream that, and it looks fucking difficult. It is. It's great, though, but it's it's very difficult. I didn't know when we talked about it that it was 
similar to Dark Souls. Yeah, it's yeah. similar to Souls games. I didn't realize that. I thought it was like a hack and slash. But no. now that I see this, it's very strategic. And it's, you have to plan your, out your attack and you have to build up your character like you were saying. Yeah, it's like yeah. Dark Souls meets Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. So it's like Twitch gaming skills meets kind of very, very cautious playing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I also, this week I also started playing um, For Honor. Okay, what do you think? I hear it's good, it's, and then I hear it's okay. It's inter- <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting because uh, there's no other game that really plays like it. Um, In what way? Like it's uh, well, it's it's combat stuff is attached to the the shoulders, similar to um, the Dark Souls games, where you know R one is your uh, light attack and R two is your heavy. But the way it works is. There are three sort of stances you can do, which it's like Neo also has stances yeah. that change things. But like, uh, and so did Nid Nidhog. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And so this one has um, up, left, and right as your stances. And so depending on which direction you're holding while you're blocking, if attacks coming from above, you hold up while doing it, and you'll block the up ones. And then also same with your attacks. Mm. So um, it just has it. It moves very quickly. Uh, by the time it's done and um most of it that i've done has been actually i think i've only done multiplayer at this point i want to come over and play because i didn't get to play the beta which like the beta i felt i I guess now that i've actually played the game i feel like the beta was a good indication of how the game would be okay Um, although the beta didn't that's good to know but then i played the actual game though with three friends like we made a team of four because that's how how large the teams are in multiplayer and I did a game with three friends and or a couple games, and we had a blast. It was really, really, really fun. And there is a story mode, but the story mode I believe is kind of multiplayer esque. I'm not sure. Um, mm. And that one you can do co op two player through. So I imagine oh, cool. I'll party up with a, a coworker and probably tear through the story because um, I miss doing like co op through an entire campaign. I did. Yeah. I did Gears Four recently. Um, with a friend, start to finish, and it was so fun. And it w- was really disappointing to me that what Dead Rising Four got mm. rid of the co-op component. Gosh, I remember the last time I did a co-op, like full story mode all the way through. I think the one that's most vivid in my mind was when Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Wow. Yeah. PS Two or Xbox. I think it was PS Two, and it was Travis and I, and of course I was always Gandalf. But I think that was the last time. Yeah, that was so long ago. That's crazy. And then a little bit of Bro Force, but that I this you know it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, I guess most of the co-op I do now tends to be not full campaign stuff. It just tends to be inviting people into my game in Dark Souls or Bloodborne or Neo yeah. or joining people Destiny to help out strangers. Oh, yeah, Destiny I did a lot of mm-hmm. co-op through. Yeah. So uh, I finally beat Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Ooh, what'd you think? What, three, four years later? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, really loved this version it's or a good this game. sequel yeah um in this one you re-enter the animus like you do in every game um and but this time you get to play as either jacob fry or his sister evie and evie is so fucking cool well, her chameleon skill right is so good and i love playing as the women characters i don't know why i just you know as it should be so 
I love that you get to play as her, but she also has the coolest moves with that dumb cane. Mm. Oh. Well, and I like that she, well, she can carry extra knives, I think, Extra right? knives, which were like my saving grace because they don't make any noise when you yeah. hit people in the head with them. And then, yeah, when she stands still mm. for a while in a crouch position, she goes invisible, Yeah, which is so, and so good. I always forgot. I forgot I had that, so I never really used it. And t- one time I was just staying there and I went into sneak mode and I was like, Oh my god, I can disappear. I forgot all about that. Yeah, she <laughs> That would have helped. She's so good for the stealth stuff that that game kind of wants you to do. Um You know me though. I went right in and well, I jumped in the middle of the guards to like, you throw be, a smoke bomb and just attack. Cuz you should have been playing as Jacob if you're going to do that cuz no, he's the brawler. But I like to see her kick ass. I know, but I it, and it was it She's was, fast. She's I, fast enough. I did a couple of mission walkthroughs for that game. Uh back before it came out um for uh for work and um the first one i did was an eevee mission and i realized like holy shit she's amazing Mm -hmm. and i figured oh when this game comes out i'm gonna do the whole game as as eevee and then well uh, you can't well and then it's not a choice also then even like all the missions that you do have a choice of who you want to play as i tended to play as jacob the brawler just because like his playstyle was really fun to just go in like swinging. Yeah. And then also I actually uh, one of my favorite things was their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um cuz she's so smart and he's so dumb and he's all gut and she's all brain. Yeah. And I liked playing as this big dumb meathead mm-hmm. because first off he's kind he of wasn't handsome. He's that dumb though. But he's he's handsome and he's funny. I yeah. think I guess cuz he's he's reckless. And there's something kind of uh so effortless and um I don't want to say cocky, I guess, but like there is. There's he's cocky. Yeah, there's something 100% very, cocky. very confident and fun to, to watch in him. And so I, yes, I really. Yes, but he's modest. He plays dumb, even though he knows he's being cocky. I don't know. Yeah. It's, he's he's just very intriguing. I had a good time playing as yeah. him. Well, and now, so now that you've done that, are you going to do the Jack the Ripper DLC? I think so. It is so good. Is it? Because I already deleted the game off my PlayStation, but then I was like, wait a second. I have to go back and play Jack the Ripper. So I'm yeah. going to re download it. Because well, Jack the Ripper. In that one, you play as uh, you play as both Jack the Ripper, and you have to find Jacob, and you also play as Evie, who's twenty years older, I believe. Um, okay, yeah, it's twenty years like, in the future. Yeah, but like the nice thing is that um, the Jack the Ripper stuff completely changes the gameplay because Jack uh, r- he rules by terror, so your idea is you need to terrify people before you can actually hurt them. Or you have Wait, to you just, can play as Jack the Ripper? You do play as Jack the Ripper. Oh, shit. I have to play it's, that it, now. It does a combination <gasps> of stuff where it, it alternates oh characters. Oh, my goodness. No, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, I really do have I mean, to play that now. It is paid DLC, though, so you will have to buy it. But okay, it is, no, I won't play it. It's so good, though. <laughs> it's so good. Um, the other thing I like about this one is it is taking place in... Uh, 19 or sorry, 1886 London. So you get that kind of like... You know, that um, vibe of, like, Oscar Wilde was here and um, Charles Dickens. And you can do different uh, quests, I guess, like offshoot quests with Darwin, Marks, Dickens, Queen Victoria. And then, of course, the Jack the Ripper one, which is separate. But that's uh, 20 years later. And Alexander Graham Bell is the guy who designs your Your uh, your grapple. Yeah. Your Batman thing. So cool. Seeing Batman across town. Yeah. Because Batman is a verb now. Yes, it is. (laughs) And um, in the in this game, the villain is the um, he's a Procrustean antagonist. 
And his name is um, Crawford Sterick, and he's basically in charge of the Templars. See what I did there? I, I see. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. And um, he is basically trying to control London through force, through like this underground, his own like Assassin's Creed, basically, of Templar knights. And in the end, it doesn't work out, so he tries to steal the Shroud of Eden, which is this, like, holy relic that gives superpowers, and, well, you should have played it by now, so there's your spoiler. And seriously, you should go grab it, because it's awesome, and I imagine much cheaper than it was when it came out. Um, oh, yeah, it's, like, probably yeah. 15 to $20. Yeah, well, and seriously, you should buy the Jack the Ripper DLC, and if you don't want to buy it now, you should watch for a sale and buy it, because, oh, man, I am... Such, okay, I will yeah. do. It I'm just such because a, I'm a total victim of all of like the the PlayStation really Network are, flash sales. Like I actually had written down here even to talk about just that flash sale and how stupid I am. Um, Let's see what'd you buy. So they had list them. PlayStation had a flash sale over the weekend mm-hmm. where a lot of games were up to like eighty percent off. Yeah. So um, I ended up buying two games that I really didn't need to buy. I bought uh, the game featuring your crush from several weeks ago. Uh, DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah. Um, the definitive. The definitive edition for PS4 because I played it when it came out on the 360, and so I'm looking forward to playing it at 60 frames a second and just sort of have like the 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 next gen remaster to of have it. that first opening sequence in 60 frames per yep. second. And I just want to I just want to play it all again. A hard on <laughs> on top of a hard on on like, top of a hard on. I cannot wait to play that again. And um mm-hmm. and I also bought uh, Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin edition for PS4 which um, I actually played and finished on PS4 already, except um, now I have a digital version, so I don't have to grab the disc, so I can easily hop back in just on a whim, because I realize with the Souls games, like, I always will just be like, you know what, I just want to play for 10 minutes. I just want to, like, do a little bit of farming or, or something, yeah. and to go grab the disc is just, it's going to stop me. Yeah, so totally. it's nice that I can just play it. So I did that because I still have to do all the DLC for that game because yeah. the Scholar of the First Sin Edition includes all the DLC. Oh. So and that was like 12 bucks. And so it was DMC. Speaking of DLCs really fast, yeah. did you know that um, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be a complete game with zero DLCs and zero microtransactions. They've already said they're not going to do any of that bullshit. Really? They're not yep. doing like a season nope. pass or anything? Nope. It's all included. Well, good for them. Yes. Thank you, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Guerrilla Games. Yep. And then uh, lastly, I bought the game. It was sitting in my wish list on my, my PlayStation account for probably a couple months now. And instead of 20 bucks, it was 5 So I bought a Ooh. Drift which is a first-person space survival game where um, pretty much you're kind of always running out of oxygen, so your goal is to sort of float through space and get oxygen to save yourself and survive somehow. Yeah. Um, I hear it's very stressful. I hear it's very good. That sounds it, very frustrating. It was a launch title, I think, for the Oculus. Like, a lot of people played it on on VR headsets. Oh. And as a bummer, they it does not support PlayStation VR, but I hear it's a good game anyway. So, yeah, so Flash Sale actually got out pretty cheap. It was like 33 bucks. Oh, that's good. For four games? No, 20, yeah, 29 bucks for, yeah, three games. Three games. DMC, Dark Souls 2, and Adrift. So, not a terrible, uh, I mean, I, this, this, this one right here is such a collector of games. I mean, I just had a glimpse into his universe at his birthday party. And I almost fainted at the library he has going on. I really thought you knew that room was there. 
It was like the Harry Potter under the clock, you know, <laughs> under the staircase magic that I could just live there and die in there and be happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> this was immaculate. It was like a library of video games. You know, like the ones you see in screenshots and you're like, oh, nobody actually owns all of that. Well, this one does. Right here. I do Maybe my we'll best. take you on a tour sometime. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I never sell anything. I just sort of hang on to it. I don't think you could sell it. You wouldn't know how to. It would break my heart. You'd sell your children. Yeah, they yeah. are my children. Yes. Um, but that yeah. was cool to see that. Yeah. Gave me a new sense of sense of whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's I just lost words. I can't even. <laughs> New sense of self-respect for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Not that you need it anymore for me, because I I love you. I do my best. Yeah. Um, You want to talk about a movie? Oh. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it, because I know you want to see it. Yeah. But yeah, this weekend, it's been nice. Like, this is the the end of a three-day weekend, and... um, yeah, it's been it's been great. Todd and I finally got two of the movies, which we've not been since we saw La La Romance. Land. Right? Ooh. Oh yeah, we, and we went to go see that really romantic movie, A Cure for Wellness. Oh, romantic. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, today, I was trying to go see John Wick two, just because oh, that's I, supposed to be really good. I needed something that I would <laughs> enjoy a little bit more. Like Cure for Wellness has a lot of really cool ideas, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's a stunning movie to look at. But um, really, I um, couldn't swallow it. I just didn't love it. And also, mm-hmm. it's about 45 minutes too long. Too long. Ooh, I hate it when they do that. Have you ever seen the movie, which is definitely not 45 minutes too long? It could have been 45 minutes longer, and I've still eaten it up, was Quills. Oh, my with God. Jeffrey Rush. I saw Quills in theaters when I was in high school. That movie. Well, it's the Sane Asylum. It's kind of like. I mean, it's, he's the Marquis de Sade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, him and Kate writers. Winslet and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie I actually thought Joaquin Phoenix should have been nominated for an Oscar for, not Gladiator. Because it was the same Seriously. year. Seriously. I wonder if um, Jeffrey Rush was nominated because he was so good. I don't think he was. Quills didn't get a lot of attention, really, which was surprising. It yeah, should have. Yeah. Those, those movies, if you would have had them made now, the indie films are getting more attention now than they used to. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. But Jeffrey Rush, I always thought I was going to marry him. Really? Yeah, I had three. There were three people I always thought I was going to marry when I was younger. Not that I'm that old. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought I was going to marry Michael Jackson, but he died. And then I thought I was going to marry Alan Rickman, but he was married. And now he died. And now he died. And then I thought I was going to marry Jeffrey Rush, but he's already married, so... And now I'm worried about his safety also, given yeah, your track record. Jesus. I, I have a feeling at some point he's going to die. Just just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Well, I also, I'm still going to see the movie, though, despite your... No, you, you should. You should make up your own mind on it. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I, there was a, like, a lot of times I walk out of a movie saying, oh, I loved it, except... For yeah. these things, and this one, I walked out and I was like, "Well, I didn't really like it, except and like there was a, a list of things I really did like." The trailer is amazing, oh. so maybe I should just stick to the trailer. <laughs> the trailer is also like you know the trailer; it's so visually stimulating, which the yeah. movie is. Like the movie, if you just want to like, I feel like the movie would have been an amazing music video. Oh yeah, but the movie is about two and a half hours long. Did you like Crimson Peak? 
I like Crimson Peak a lot, actually. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay. now, crim- at least your eye time. Yeah, that one. well, Crimson Peak's biggest flaw was that it was advertised as a horror film. When and in it's fact, a fantasy. Yeah, it's a fantasy with ghosts. Yeah. Like, it's not a horror film. But um, the same thing with all of his movies, I feel. Guillermo del Toro... I don't know why he's in the horror genre. He is yeah. m- fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, the, the closest he ever did to, to true horror, I think, was uh, uh, Blade Two. Okay. And that was yeah. an action movie with horror trappings. I just think his movies are so dark that people have to, like, throw him in that category. But they're so beautiful. And the music and all his movies are... Ugh. I'm obsessed with soundtracks and um, film scores. So when the music gets me, the movie's good usually. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, some Something I saw that was interesting about VR, I wanted to kind of... I didn't know these little tidbits. Um, I was reading it on grunge.com, and the article was called Ways VR Games Could Become a Health Hazard. And we already know that, like, VR, you could trip. You could accidentally punch <laughs> yeah. someone. Yeah, you can actually... Well, okay, so, sorry, to, not to, <laughs> to, to, to cut off the, the article. No, yeah, keep going. Um, There's a thing where... um, Okay, so uh, there's a game for the Vive called Drunken Bar Fight. Did you backhand someone? I, well, <laughs> I actually have my own experience with it, too. But um, in it, you are swinging with both your fists because you are in a drunken bar fight. And um, it's really, it's first off, it's exhausting. Let me just tell you, because um, the, the harder you swing, the harder you hit. Oh, god! And um, and so like, and it's funny. You can pick up bottles and mugs and smash them on people. You can throw darts at people. It's this big, crazy free for all. That sounds fucking amazing. And I've always wanted to get into a bar fight, but I've never been in a fight in my entire life because I'm a pacifist. But sometimes oh, I just want to punch. It's someone. exhausting, and it's it's really it's exhilarating um and i did it and i was so sore the next day i had no idea that i could hurt myself doing nothing really oh my but, god um, i'm on play when i was playing it though i actually uh ended up trying to like sort of uppercut somebody and i hit the vive controller on the back of a chair Ooh. so hard uh-huh. that it flew off of, out of my hand i had the wrist thing on like the wii strap yeah, the strap i had the strap, strap on my wrist and i still lost the damn controller it flew um did which, it break no it survived there, and a friend of mine was sitting in that chair at the time oh, uh you luckily, hit your friend i did not hit him thank god but i did however throw one of those things and then uh well, a couple weeks later my boss had a friend over at his house to play vr and just sort of hang out and um, the nice thing about the Vive is that it gives you a um, a sort of uh, teal mesh that shows up in your vision okay. when you are approaching a wall. Okay, so, you, so know, you know there's a wall there. Yeah, you know where your virtual space or your real space ends. That's smart. Um, I like that. But unfortunately, though, oftentimes, like as you approach a wall, you'll get the netting. But if you re- are reaching through it with your fist, you're still going to hit the wall. Oh, yeah. And um, so this guy's playing drunken bar fight, and he literally like turned around and lunged with his fist and punched a through six, the wall. Punched a sixty-five inch TV and killed it. I was just gonna say, do not play those games within a reach of your four thousand K TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, shit! Now my boss is uh, shopping for a new TV. But um, oh, that really sucks. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so. Yeah, VR is its own sort of dangerous anyway. But please, no, continue on with the, uh, the <laughs> like the, the the what the article said. Aside from just falling over or hurting yourself. No, or seriously, you can really get hurt playing those games. Um, motion sickness, of course, we all know that. Yeah. 
But um, this is what most interested me. Okay, so the article says, the up-close and personal design of most VR headsets can greatly exacerbate this problem of the screen door effect, which is um, when minuscule gaps between pixels can over time burn a static grid into a person's sight. Which that I did not know about. I didn't know that was a, a possibility of um, for, for sight. Obviously, yeah. I can tell you about the screen door effect because I've seen it. Yeah. but Because um, it burns that into your retina. So when I you take no idea off, that was a thing. Yeah, when you take off the VR, it, you could still see that netting. That's because weird. the pixels are not close enough together in the um yeah in I guess the system yeah I I had no idea that was a, that, that your eyes could um be damaged by be that damaged yeah because I know that like the um the worst I ever saw of it was actually the early dev kit Oculus uh-huh. which you know those were and I played that yeah those were all prototypes they yeah. were not meant to be out in the public um but they were good development tools mm-hmm. and those had i remember actually saying after doing a demo oh it looked like i was watching it through a screen door i actually said that oh yeah to someone. and screen, so you said door screen door effect. effect it makes total sense but i had no idea that that your eyes could be permanently damaged affected by yeah. it um and i i'm always a little worried i feel like playstation just because it has the um probably the lowest resolution of all of the the visors at this point oh. um that one's the biggest concern i think but um it's still it's better than the early dev kit Oculus though by far, but it's not up to snuff with the current market Oculus and Vive. Those are a little bit higher quality. Yeah, it says eventually the necessity for negative space between pixels will be resolved, and um, and then it says humanity will be free to lose themselves in lotus seating machines without a griddle imprinting itself upon the backs of their eyes well that's great <laughs> well i don't spend that much time in vr at least so yeah so just yeah just everybody take a break every now and then yeah rest your eyes yeah but here's the um the other thing was nearsightedness and makes sense it's right in your face you're staring at something that's like two inches away from your face mm-hmm. but um i didn't know okay so years of pressing screens and books in your face absolutely causes nearsightedness and the effect is stronger in children whose muscles have yet to finish developing. Consider this. 53% of college graduating nerd lords wear glasses, compared to 24% of people with no high school education. If books and screens can cause such a, marketed, uh, a marked shift in perspective, what further effect will headsets have? That Whoa. is interesting. Well, and I... I didn't know it was such a huge gap. Well, and at least, you know, in the defense of a lot of VR people, they only recommend VR is used by people over the age of, I think, 14. So they do discourage it for young people. Yeah, because your muscles are still developing and it'll fuck up your eyesight. It's the same as how the Nintendo... Parents don't let your kids play VR. Yeah, even like the Nintendo 3DS discourages the glassesless 3D effect. For anyone under the age of, I think, nine or something like that. Like they, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, like it's you could actually disable it with your parental lock on that system. You can just turn it off completely. Yeah. Um, but I do know that, um, yeah, like the 3DS recommend, has an age requirement or age suggestion for uh, for it, as well as I know PlayStation VR actually has like a, they say VR is not really intended for anyone under this age huh. due to developing muscles and developing, you know, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, eyesight and stuff. But um. Yeah, I mean, it's who was I talking to? I was talking to someone recently because um, we did like a, a VR demo thing at work, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "Oh, should I wear my glasses underneath 
the visor. I was like, totally, because the visors are meant to fit over glasses, really. Yeah. Um, and the PlayStation One is really comfy, even with glasses. But um, the one thing that that's kind of interesting is they have a fixed focal depth of like eight feet. So even though, yeah, the screens are two inches from your eyes, I can see stuff two inches from my eyes. But I can't do VR without glasses because its focus length is eight feet, which eight feet away from me is blurry. Yeah. And so I need I'm almost eight feet long. <laughs> That's so, not that far. So I need my glasses mm. though to to do VR yeah. at this point. Or contacts. Uh I I wear glasses also, but I don't think I needed it for the VR. Yeah, eight feet's not that far for me. Well, well my glasses are pretty strong. Though. Maybe it is, because I can't read that. Yeah, <laughs> it might be it might make it a little better. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um so do you have a crush? Of the week this week? Oh man! Um, no, you, well, you don't. You no, should, no, you I, 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 I totally can. I can. Um, well, just since we were talking about it, like, I don't see why Jacob Fry shouldn't. Be He's my guy. mine. Oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fight you for him. <laughs> oh, and also, well, let's brawl. Just to further add to it, the man who does his voice is also hot. Yes, I have to find out. Um, at uh, at uh, Comic Con two years, two Comic Cons ago. Okay. They did the um the Assassin's Creed agility course. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And for, somebody got hurt. Uh, me. <laughs> oh, you got hurt. No. Well, my ex actually is a EMT in San oh. Diego, so he was called to Comic Con because of that. Really? Uh, yeah. And he had to help some somebody get up, and I guess they didn't. It was a sprain, basically. Well, I got hurt on the Unity agility course, not the Syndicate one. Um, oh. So I guess three years ago, I got hurt. Okay. Um, although even then, I mean, it's not like I had to have an EMT come help me. I fell down, and when I hit the ground, I suddenly remembered, oh, yeah, you are 30 years old, and um, you shouldn't be running around like this because you don't do this sort of shit. And yet you should. And I did. And the leap of faith, for the record, terrifying. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so at the Syndicate. That sounds so fun. I it, didn't it get was to fun. do it. I'm at not the, a line waiter. I don't wait in lines. <laughs> at the... At the syndicate one mm-hmm. though, um, they uh, I was hanging out in the press box and they had the voice of Jacob and the voice of Evie do the course. Oh, Since that's so cool! The siblings, you know, they're always competing. Like, yeah, they, they have a sort of competition that they do or competitive nature between the two of them. So the voice actors competed they against competed. each other. He oh. he won. He was faster, but um, she put up a good fight. Yeah, it was, it was and also though. I find with all agility courses, even if you look at, say, like Wipeout, that TV show from years ago, yeah. that show is skewed for people who are tall. Yeah. Because you're jumping over a lot of things. and But you're also ducking under a lot of things, too. But there's a lot of stuff where there's stuff rolling down a hill at you, and you have to either step over it or jump over it. Mm-hmm. And as someone who's 5'4", that's like a full rolling leap for me, while some people could just step over things. Yeah, and that's so, true. As I guess if, I never considered that. But of course, also tall people have a different, you know, center of gravity and stuff yeah. but like I, d- my ass. I think a lot of agility courses though like even the syndicate the syndicate one had like a spider wall kind of thing where you're supposed to like use your arms and your legs like out in all directions to sort of hold you up against two walls to sort of walk like that and um luckily they were pretty close together but for anyone who's taller they actually have a lot more reach like i for me just to reach the walls is all i have and so I can't reach with enough force to really hold myself. Wow. Uh, yeah. um, anyway, so Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob Agreed. is 
I mean, I'm sure he has the hottest can. I'm obsessed with butts. and You are. I am a butt girl. (laughs) And... I just imagine because he's so he's built like a tree trunk. He is. He's a stocky dude. Yes, which I love. Yeah, I, I like that too. I, I like think that's that. good. Yeah. Well, and plus you could see him like shirtless during the the, the fighting the matches, boxing matches. Uh huh. I love him in a newsy cap. Yeah, I love him in a newsy. Cap. I didn't like it when they put him in the top hat. I oh, was like, I made a. Point, I want the newsy hat. I made a point to just leave him in outdated clothing that made him lower level at times uh-huh. just because he looked better. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. smart. Because the top hat didn't do it for me. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's a family guy. He takes care of his sister and she takes care of him and he's charming, charismatic, like all the things you want in a boyfriend, which obviously does not exist in Los Angeles well, because I hate <laughs> dating in Los Angeles. He's also a like, mass murderer the way I played the game. So there's that. Yeah, but <laughs> for the for the people. Well, yeah, no, he is doing it's it for the people. He is doing the right thing, because um, yeah, you you do uh, desync if you kill innocent people. But still, I I never even killed one innocent person oh, the whole time I was in it. I haven't. Killed, I didn't know it's possible. You you can you can kill anybody in that game, but um, I've run over them with like horses and troll, <laughs> and nobody ever died. Um, I yeah, just uh. I haven't killed people in Assassin's, like normal people in Assassin's Creed. I don't think since like the first game when I was like, yeah, this should be fun to go on a rampage. And I was like, oh, wait, no, you lose immediately because they remind you that your character didn't do that sort of shit. Yeah. So now I'm just thinking of Jacob in that boxing ring. God, that was so fun. <laughs> do you want me to leave you alone for, for a minute? Just a minute. <laughs> it's really fast. I promise. <laughs> um, how are we on time? Pretty good. Oh, can I talk about uh, what do you have to talk about? I'm I'm all done. I, my agenda has been covered. Sweet. I just wanted to give a shout out to Paper Girls, and I mentioned it before, except I cut the footage out because I was like, "What's the point of mentioning it?" So I'm going to re-mention Paper Girls, which is um, a graphic novel series by Brian K. Vaughn. He's the writer, and Image. Um, That's the Saga guy, right? Oh, is it? I I, ju- I have Saga. I just got it. I could be crazy. I think that's Saga. I'll, I'll know if when I read it. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, I love his work. And it's a, the story is a throwback to like the 80s and has a lot of references, which are very 80s, which I love. And the story is these, this group of paper girls, they go out on one of their usual morning outings and... All this weird shit happens to them where these aliens come to Earth and then they realize, oh, wait, these people are trying to take over the world, basically. And in the future, older people are actually the enemies because they want everybody to be civil and this and that and the other. And the kids are like, no, this is our life. We should, you know, mm-hmm. do things as we want to. Well, I mean, right now. I was given- going to just say I, that just went through my head. It's fucking Republicans. Given the way older I said people, it. yeah, given the way I said it, given the way older people are voting, uh, I don't want to make them into the enemy, but they're certainly not helping a whole lot. It was funny at the WGA awards because I don't remember the actor's name, but he's very prominent, obviously, because everybody he's obviously a Republican, and everybody was poking fun at him who got up on that podium and he was sitting right up front and. Fuck, I wish I knew his name. But I was like, it must be real hard to be the only Republican in a <laughs> room full of celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. 
I did not feel sorry for him, though. Yeah, it must be hard, but also, yeah, no, yeah. not not a lot of sympathies no. coming from me. No. But, um, so, yeah, and it's about time traveling, and um, in the second one, the main girl, whose name is Erin, she has to face her future self from the far, far future and her future self from the 2016 future, which is when they realize... Oh wait, there's a woman running for president. Oh my god, we have a female president? And they're like, No. It's probably a fluke or so I forget what they say, but it was like a Hillary Clinton sign in the front yard of somebody's house. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, too soon. Too soon. That hits too close to home. So and it looks like there's only two trade paper collections yeah. of paper girls out right now. Only two. Right? And yeah, I looked, Brian K. Vaughn is indeed the saga guy. Oh. Well, I love your work. <laughs> he does good work. Yeah. I heard um, Saga is supposed to be awesome also. But yeah, I read the first trade of Saga and it was really, really great. It was a long time ago though. And so okay. um, I just got the hardcover deluxo version, which I guess is like the first three or four trades collected in one package. And I kind of need to just reread the whole thing and just start over, I think. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. I'm right, gonna, right. Well, see, you could read it, and I can read it, and then we can have a discussion about Saga. Oh, my God. This will be sort of like bo- a book club for a oh, minute. Well, yeah. the book club section. That's okay. Yeah, no, I think it'll be good. I, yeah. that, that was not meant in a negative way at all. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my little brain cells need to read. I need to, like, build them back up. Like, it's like this, you know, you start flat, and they're starting to concave. <laughs> so I need to build a, a mountain now get some balance up in there excellent yeah i think that's it so um you can reach us on twitter instagram and twitch um oh and also facebook at bit diff podcast b-i-t-d-i-f-f-p-o-d-c-a-s-t and also if you want to email us bit diff podcast at gmail.com and I am Satine, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Satine the Dream, C E T I N E T H E D R E A M. And on Twitch, you can watch me play all these video games that we're talking about. Seriously, you've been good at playing all the new stuff. You've been on it. I'm trying to catch up to you, literally. Like I'm like, I need to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. Well, and oh, so not to to actually completely distract from the outro. Wait, finish, finish, finish your, where they can find you first. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Twitch, just at Satine, uh, um, just my first name. And, yeah. Cool. Well, okay, so before we get into the, where people can find me, I forgot to mention. What's up? You told me that you played the Nier Automata demo. I played the Nier, and I finished it. And it's fantastic. <laughs> it's so fucking beautiful. Like, it's, it's so fun. It's like Bayonetta on crack which i like seriously near one or near the first Uh was um a really really strange game and at the time when i played it i thought it was probably one of the worst games i've ever finished and now that's rough i've realized it's not that it's actually quite good it's just one of the strangest games i've ever finished Um, you have that problem with games. Yeah. Like you don't understand which direction they're going. Well, and seriously, like, <laughs> I, unfortunately, like I, I was playing it at the time and, um, the guy I was dating watched me and it wasn't fun for him to watch. And oh. so he hated it. I didn't know what to think of it. Cause it's the, the original near is all over the place because it plays like a third person action game 
but it has like RPG elements to it. And then at times, at one point, the game becomes a text text adventure. At one point, it becomes a top-down uh, shoot 'em up. That one, this one too. It like, has these different yeah angles yeah. where you can. Sometimes you feel like you're playing um, Smash TV, and other times you're playing Bayonetta. So, and, well, and then at one point, the game went black and white with fixed camera angles, which oh, in crazy. a haunted mansion. So it pretty much became Resident Evil. Um, but yeah, like the text adventure especially got really weird because the whole screen goes black and it just gives you words and you have to pick choices. Um, and hmm, so like the game was its influences on its sleeve, both for better or for worse. And it made a really interesting experience. And it's a game that you can't really get the full ending without playing it like three times, which I did not do. I did YouTube that cause I just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the first near though, the more time has passed, the more I've realized that game is something quite special. And the fact that platinum picked it up for the sequel, I am thrilled and i cannot wait for automata and i'm so glad you played it at least the demo because yeah it's it's awesome and what the character is b2 and she's super cool she's super cool i guess she's um a cyborg Mm -hmm. i'm thinking yeah she's something to say in the demo uh this is the thing someone wrote an article about it uh in the demo in your inventory is like a microchip and I didn't even look in the inventory. Oh. Well, you can look. There's not a whole lot you can do uh, in the demo to really change anything. Yeah. But in the in your inventory, there's a microchip or something that says, like, it is... Like an re- upgrade. It says it's required for your existence. Like, you need it to live. Uh-huh. And if you remove it, it sends you back out to the main menu. <gasps> it kills your character instantly. That's pretty fucking cool. Like, only this game would give you a suicide pill, <laughs> like, in the menus. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, I, so I just remembered that you played in your automata, and we had to talk about it. Cause, yeah, um, the, um, if um, who's ever playing the demo, it's really cool because there's a boss battle at the end, and it is cool because you are fighting all sorts of ways in the sky, on the ground, <laughs> <yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> it's 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 very it's all over the place in the best way. In the best way, yeah. Um, it's variety. Anyway, yeah. so sorry that now that we sort of a quick little near moment, um, yep. you can <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter at Fast Danger and on Instagram and Twitch at Mister Gladstone, where Mister is spelled out. And um, I have been better about streaming. I've been streaming Neo the last couple times I played it. Oh, sweet. Um, not really, you know, soaking up those viewers yet. I'm just not uh, wowing anybody. I know. Oh, but, so one of my viewers actually um, felt bad about my car. And so oh. gave me a ten dollar PlayStation gift card That's so I so could sweet. buy new weapons in Uncharted Four. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's so sweet. So sweet. I'm spoiled on that thing. I love it. Seriously. Meanwhile, whoever's watching me is just seeing me sit on a couch with a pug next to me, um, playing Neo in silence because I do Ugh. not enable my microphone, but wow. I enable my camera. Oh, see, I have my microphone. My next purchase for that whole situation is like two love sacks. Ooh. How fabulous would it oh, be, be to amazing. have a love sack? Because like, yeah, unfortunately, um, one of the things I found with multiplayer gaming in uh, in my house is that inevitably um, Todd will walk through the room and just start talking about work or what we need from Target or whatever. And um kills the moment yeah i don't know if that sort of ruins the magic of a stream when all of a sudden you know that like we're low on q-tips um and I think so it's engaging yeah and, and then all then you know that that conversation gets cut off with babe babe the microphone's on so it just gets weird 
Um, so yeah, he should just join in and sit with you and comment. <laughs> the first, uh, the first time or the first time recently where I really got back up on the streaming, um, the stream was pretty much me and Todd both just sitting on the couch while he was doing something on his iPad, watching me play, oh, I love watching it. me play Neo. Um, Todd's a comedian also, so he has the funniest shit he says that comes out of his mouth. And I'm just like, okay, his Instagram, like <laughs> oh, his Instagram stories, the stories, I die every time i'm like only he would think of this well and a lot of randos are not randos but people he knows that i don't know uh-huh. when they finally meet me they're like i feel like i know you and i'm like why because you're in all the and they're stories. like because oh, all the instagram stories you are the grumpy <laughs> little grump in each of the stories that is true. <laughs> that, that is me it's my lot in life yeah so you can um Catch us with a new uh, podcast episode every Wednesday on iTunes. And I just submitted for Google Play. Yes. So we should, I mean, hopefully by tomorrow, it'll be up on Google Play also. Awesome. And um, we, um, of course, please show us a little bit of love and rate and comment in iTunes because that's how other people can find us. Yeah. Otherwise... We're floating in space. Yeah, and tweet at us and stuff and engage us. Uh, give us stuff to talk about. Yeah. We yeah, like... what, do you, what do you want us to talk about? Yeah, I'd like to know. Right? <laughs> Instead of butts and... <laughs> I talk butts and poop. <laughs> Seriously, how do we become a bunch of dick and fart jokes so quickly? <laughs> oh, gosh, because that's all I do. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Have a good one, you guys. Ciao, Bye. Bye.